Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the mayor, Heath Sheeran, and the host of this podcast. I truly believe we work in the greatest industry in the world, and I've gotten to meet some incredible people in this business, and I cannot wait to sit down every single week with my friends in this business. I want to introduce them to you, and it's my hopes that we would put out content that would help you become a better insurance professional. I am excited because this is my second podcast. And for my second podcast, I wanted to just discuss a topic that we're all going through right now. We're all right in the middle of a world pandemic, and I truly believe it's changing the way that we're going to do business forever. There are people working from home right now that I truly believe may not ever go back to a traditional work environment. And I believe that there's employers right now that are rethinking the way they do business moving forward. And today's topic on our podcast addresses that very thing. Today, I brought on a guest that has been in this space for quite some time now. He is the founder and CEO of CoverDesk. CoverDesk is a virtual assistant company that brings UVAs all the way from the Philippines that would work for your agency, that would do insurance stuff that he's trained them to do to help you to become more efficient in your agency. You see, this whole company was born to meet a need within his own agency. You see, Andy Priestman is not only the CEO of CoverDesk, but he is also an agency owner himself. He has worked in the industry as a insurance agency principal for many years now. I cannot wait for you to hear his story. And without further ado, my friend and your neighbor in Insurance Town, Mr. Andy Priestman. Hey, after we recorded, we realized there were some issues with Andy's audio. I apologize for that, but the interview was way too good not to release it. Thanks for understanding. Andy, what's up, my brother? How are you? I'm good, Heath. How are you today? Man, I am doing well. How are you doing with the uh, COVID-19, staying at home? What's going on with you? So we are good. We are healthy. We are, um, you know, just kind of doing a lot of hanging out, cooking, cleaning, and, and trying to work in between. I think, you know, it's the new world. And you know, I think everyone's just trying to get used to it and just trying to stay outside as much as they can in their backyards or taking walks, things like that. But, you know, we are fortunately, you know, we are healthy and we're good right now. So I think, I think we're doing better than some people, you know. What's yeah. What's, what's the best thing you've cooked in the last week? You know, I, I, so I have like one of those pellet grills and oh. I, never, never, I never use it. I travel a lot and I just, I don't cook as much as I, as I used to, I guess, but I have grilled probably more in the last you know month than I have in the last several years. But, you know, we, we made a, a good brisket and we made some good, you know, like a whole chicken smoked, um, you know, so we've been doing some cool yeah. stuff. So yeah, it's been good. I'm, you know, I wouldn't say I'm the best barbecue master, you know, you get, you see people that are, you know get up four or five in the morning and they get started and that's not me, but you know, I like good good barbecue, especially being here in Texas. Oh, there you go. So, do me a favor here. Let's let's take a stroll down memory lane, and uh, I'd like for us to hear about your journey as an agent, entrepreneur. Take it where you want to go. Sure. Yeah. So, just to kind of give you, you know, my background. I, I'm I'm an agent. I started off as an agent. I'm still an agent. Started my career with the New York Life Insurance Company and really got some good training there and realized that that was pretty tough right out of college and took a little bit of time in between, you know, 
I guess, New York and then farmers. So I really started my agency with farmers insurance and, um, you know, you know, was with them for uh, you know, several years and then realized, you know, after Hurricane Ike in Houston that, you know, we needed to be an independent agency. So we really did not hit the ground running hard until about 2010 as uh, an independent agency. You know, so I, I started Greenway Insurance um, in Houston and we've got, we're a multi-location agency, Houston, Dallas, Austin. We've got some em- one employee in San Antonio, one in Las Vegas, uh, one in Oxnard, California. So we are a very decentralized agency. You know, so you know, we are a homeowner's uh, home and auto shop, you know, high volume. I built the agency with direct mail marketing. We used to mail about 50,000 direct mail pieces a month for homeowners. And that's how we would lead. Um, and that's how I grew the business and, and grew the company. So, you know, that's really what we do on our agency side. You know, we've got um, just a good spread of people. We've got producers, uh, kind of the traditional, it's not really traditional anymore, but that traditional producer model where you would typically see that in a commercial lines agency, we were able to make that work because of the high volume in a personal lines agency. Um, So we're a little bit different where we do hire producers in our agency. And we've made several great changes over the last couple of years with technology and and changing our model around a little bit. Um, because we have an inside model as well versus an outside model. But, you know, we are, uh, you know, every day we're a personal lines insurance agency and we specialize in high volume homeowners and, and, and coastal business and non-coastal business, you know, in between Houston and Dallas and Austin, San Antonio. But, you know, that's really my background as far as being an agent. And I started from scratch. So I get it. I know how it works. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the rough times, you know, and, and when I started my agency, it wasn't like I had a bunch of money. I, I was working a part-time job at night working for Marriott hotels while I was, you know, you know, selling insurance in the day. And then I'd go work in the hotel from, you know, three, four o'clock to like midnight every day. And then I would turn around and I would do it again and again and again. So, you know, I, I think and I always told, you know, I, when I would talk about starting agency in the agency, you know, it was either time or money. And at that point in my life, I had no money. I was young, right out of school, and it was just about time. So, you know, it's been a great ride. I've learned a lot. I keep learning every day. We have a wonderful management team that allows me to do the things that I want to do because I'm not good at certain things, and there are certain things that I just don't want to do. So it's, it's been great. And, you know, really what led to CoverDesk was, and I don't know if you want to go there yet, but, you know, we... Oh, you're we fine. Struck- this is your story, bro. Perfect. So we, we were um, struggling to hire people in Houston and we decided to hire a virtual assistant. So before it was cover desk, it was in our agency. And basically we hired one virtual assistant, you know, almost five years ago. And we said, what can we give this person in a day? Can we even give them eight hours a day of work? And it turns out that we could over and over and over. And then we hired more people. And the whole idea was, this is not to change uh, the agency in terms of, you know, let's not hire here stateside. Let's create additional capacity for our licensed agents and account managers to allow them to work on retention, allow them to sell more policies, allow them to create revenue, additional revenue for the company instead of that process work that has been done for the last hundred plus years by a licensed agent, you know, sending, you know, for personal lines, you know, mortgagee changes, ID cards, you know, the busy work that is being done by a licensed person, it's now changed. 
agencies are now changing that. You know, Susie, who has been there for 15 years, it's processing mortgagee changes and ID cards. And, and maybe she's quoting or maybe he's quoting, you know, whatever the case might be. You know, we just think that times have changed and we took our agency from that traditional agency to now a tech forward thinking agency. And, and there's a process for everything that we do. Yeah. And I love that. And I love to hear your story even some more as we unfold. But I would like to stop for a second because you brought up the fact that agencies are changing. And I feel like even now in the last month, more than ever, we're seeing some major changes because of COVID-19, because we're all quarantined. And you've got to have some expertise in this area, having multiple locations, as well as owning a VA company. Can you, can you spit some knowledge on that a little bit? Tell me something, maybe some advice that you would give to some principals or even some staff members about working from home. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up. So, so number one, we've always been very decentralized, meaning that we have multiple locations. We have people that work in the office. We have people that have always worked from home. Like to give you a good example, we have an employee in San Antonio. We have no office in San Antonio for her to go to. So from the day that we hired her, you know, she's always worked from home. And the same thing for the person in Las Vegas and then some other places as well. So when we first started, when I started Coverdesk, we were, we were a, a VA company, but we worked remote. So they were home-based VAs. So we now offer both. We have you know, probably more office-based virtual assistants than we do home-based. But from day one, like the 19 people that Greenway Insurance has, all those people work from home. Those are all home-based VAs. And we have different ways to manage people. It's a little bit different for every agency, but some agencies say, well, I want an office-based. I want to, I want to home-based, you know, and it's just a little bit different for everyone. But yeah, everyone is now learning how to be a remote employee, a remote worker. It means different things to different people. I mean, today I was on a call. We do a team huddle every couple days in our agency. Just there's no rhyme or reason to the call other than just saying, hello, how are you doing? And it's a 10-minute call. And if you show up, great. If you don't, that's fine too. But, you know, remote, you know, working remote doesn't always work well for everyone. It's very difficult. There's a lot of distractions, you know, in that remote environment, you know, especially now with COVID-19. I think COVID-19 is a different remote than than before COVID-19. It's just, you got so many different things going on and you have your kids and your family and, you know, it seems like you're always, you know, making a meal or cooking after, you know, cooking or cleaning. It just, that just hasn't stopped for me and our family. But, you know, as far as the remote workers, yeah, I mean, that's something we've done for a long time. You know, I've seen more kids on Zoom calls in the last three weeks than any other time in history. And, you know, I, for me personally, I try to welcome that. You know, if I see a kid come in and I'm talking to one of my clients, I'm going to say, hey, introduce me to your kid or, you know, who's this? How old is she or he? Or try to make light of, you know, if you know, the spouse walks in or something like that instead of shaming or making them feel funny about it. And I'm sure you do the same thing, but I just, I feel like that's something that we have to do right now is kind of make it as easy as we possibly can. hundred percent. Like my daughter walked up on our zoom call this morning and then one of our other agents, his daughter was in the same room. So she jumped on, on, on his lap and my daughter's on my lap and they're, you know, talking on the zoom as well. So yeah, definitely. I think now is the time where we just need more interaction with people than we ever have. 
because, you know, it's very little interaction. You know, you're interacting with the four or five people that are probably in your household and you're on Zoom calls and you're trying to work and it's just, things are different right now. You know, you can't, employers and agency owners, if they're expecting their employees to work the same way that they were working before COVID-19, it's impossible. I just don't see it. It's, we're in a different time. I'm not saying don't work hard, but I think mentally people are struggling. As I've heard Coverdesk brought out in the field and with other agents and other companies, there's a little bit of maybe confusion or maybe people that might not get it as well as I do just because I'm brilliant. But I do want you to be able to explain some of those things that they can do. As you've unfolded this to me a little bit even, there's things I never even thought about you could do other than just, you know, doing certificates or just mortgagee changes. There's lots of things that someone could do with a service such as Coverdesk. Coverdesk is an office-based virtual assistant company. And we're not just a company that's going to hire somebody and find them for you and say, Heath, here's your VA. Good luck. We're in the insurance business. We understand the insurance. We are experts in the insurance agency operations business. So we understand we've done this over and over. Um, so part of our process is if you say, hey, I want to hire a VA, we are going to, you're going to interview a VA with us. We're going to set up a Zoom call just like we're on. We're going to give you resumes. We're going to give you an assessment. Are they a perfectionist, persistent, consistent type person? When you hire a VA, they're like any other full-time employee. They're just halfway across the world. That's, that's the big difference. And if you have a Monday morning meeting and you want them to be on that meeting, they'll be there you know, with your other employees. So they, they work just like anyone else. You know, As far as what they can do, they can do anything you want them to do as long as we teach them. Obviously, there are some regulatory issues you know, with having a license and what can you do and what can you not do. But the way that we utilize you know, Coverdesk and, and VAs is they're doing the unlicensed work. And like I was saying earlier, most of the work that a lot of, especially in personal lines, you know, we believe that 90% of the work can be done by, by an unlicensed agent. Because a lot of it's processing. You just can't talk to the client. You can't talk about coverages. You can't give them advice. But can you do the, um, the docu-signs, you know, sending the trailing documents? Can you do the quoting? Can you handle the billing, the memos, the cancellations, the mortgagee changes? All that you could do. Can you review policy increases? Who went up 15% you know, from, you know, when you're checking the management system? So there's a ton of work they can do. Quoting is huge. You know, that start to finish, how many times, you know, do you, you know, if you have, you know, five carriers in your agency, and let's just say you're using, you know, PL Raider or EasyLinks, you know, the top, you know, they can do a ton of stuff, you know, and for us in our agency and, and clients that we have, I mean, compliance is huge. I mean, are you checking your applications, your signed apps after every policy that you write? Personalized agents are not doing that, you know, they, they, they aren't doing it. They're not checking. Do they have UM, you know, PIP rejections? You know, do you have all of that? You know, and, and, and for us, you know, we'd rather have, you know, a VA send that out, whether that's, you know, on DocuSign or EchoSign or whatever you're using, and then have them follow up with the trailing docs if they don't come back. So, you know, yeah. compliance so, is huge too. I got a couple of follow-ups on that. So number one, if, if I'm agency owner and I hire a VA, this is, my VA not working for me in three other agencies, correct? They only work for your agency. So 
They can work 40 hours a week. They work 20 hours a week. We do have a service called CoverDesk Direct, which is an on-demand service. So if you say, Andy, I only, I only, I don't need 20 hours. I don't need 40 hours. I just want you to do quoting. We will do your quoting, and we'll bill it by the transaction versus, you know, billing you hourly. So we do have some clients that just use that, and we can do could service you, work as well. Could you on, spend on spend a few more minutes on that CoverDesk Direct? Because I think that's fascinating for some agencies that would want to be able to use that service. Of you pay only by the quote, or only by the issued policy, or only by the amount of times they touch it. Explain yeah, that a little so, bit further. So when we started, we said, "What's the hardest thing? You know, what's 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 the most value? What's what's the hardest thing? You know, in personal lines." that takes the most amount of time it's quoting you know if you're you know if you have a home and auto package home auto umbrella how long is that going to take you to do and when you add up all of the uh, interruptions in the agency and you answering the phones i mean it could take you well over an hour to do that quote it could take you two hours to get those quotes done just because you don't have you you don't have time that's uninterrupted so we created CoverDesk Direct to where the client says, I just don't need my own full-time VA. I don't want to manage the VA. I don't want to train the VA. We're able to do that. But now I would have to give CoverDesk Direct access to my agency management system or? Correct. Yeah. So and so we work off our client's line of business applications. So if you're on EasyLinks, if you're on Hawksoft, if you're on Applied Epic, we're going to be in those systems working on your behalf is how it would typically work. Dealing with agencies every day, I hear of so many that will purchase direct mail or they'll do lead generation and they get so many that they can't keep up or, and you probably run into that as well. So this would be a great opportunity for them to utilize a VA, am I right? Remarkets is really where we thrive. We can do your new business, but the remarkets, you know, the policyholder requested remarkets, those, depending on where you're physically located, that will eat your lunch all day long. Agencies don't have the time that they need to process those. And we do them in about 24 hours. So we're pretty quick. I mean, obviously it's some new business, you know, know, that's why we probably do more remarkets than new business. If you're going after mortgage lenders, well, if you're taking 24 hours to get back to a mortgage lender, you're not going to win. You're starting to work with some, some companies and some MGAs maybe, and some other people like that. What kind of services can you do for them as well? Yeah, so we have a couple MGA clients. Really, it's the same thing as what we do today. We specialize in personal and commercial lines insurance. I'd say we have more personal lines clients than we do commercial, but we do have VAs. We do have a training for commercial lines and personal lines. So the reason why people pick CoverDesk is for a few different reasons. We're a little bit different with the way we do our training. So when I started CoverDesk, I said, how are we going to train everyone? You're on Hawksoft. The next person's on EasyLinks or AMS 360. How do I train all these different people? We had said, our client's going to have to do the training. We learned very quickly that the clients weren't good at doing training because they don't have eight hours a day to train for the first week, six to eight hours a day to train for the second week, and then ongoing training is needed. So we developed what's called a foundational skills training that's four weeks long. So once you pick your VA, they're going to go sit in what we call a foundation skills training for two weeks. And they're going to learn the, the customer service side of the business. Uh, that could be you know, mortgagee changes, ID cards, billing, all sorts of stuff. And then the next two weeks, they're going to learn how to do quoting. And we're going to teach them how to quote inside of EasyLinks and 
and beyond that. So, and if somebody says, Andy, well, I just want quoting. Well, we'll do the quoting for four weeks. So the training that we have is a big deal. And, and the support that we have is a really big deal because we have operations managers, we have team leaders, we have subject matter experts that are on our production floor. You know, so if our VA has a question, they don't have to send an email to their client waiting to get the answer. Most likely, we already have the answer. We can answer it in real time on our production floor and we can help them, you know, very quickly. So we've got a whole team of people that make it all work. And, you know, they could also be used, and I'm sure you've got some clients that do this, used to call some of these leads and you could give them a script, correct? And they could probably call people yeah, like so, the public. Yeah, so we do have, we do have client-facing and non-client-facing VAs. So when we hire somebody, we ask our clients, do you want somebody that would eventually be on the phone? And if you call my agency today and you ask for a home and auto quote, well, you might get a VA or you might get somebody you know, here, but they do all of our client intake. And the reason why companies, American companies have been in the Philippines for over two decades is because the communication levels, you know, uh, the Filipino culture is they speak English. They like the things that we like. They like going to Starbucks. They like going to the movie theater. They like doing the same things that we do. And they, they can have an intelligent conversation with our clients the same way that you or, you know, that, that we would on an everyday basis. And they do an excellent job. Um, but they can be on the phone all day long. If you want somebody to call commercial leads and set up appointments, we have clients that do that. But I'd say most of our clients that, are ha that have client-facing VAs are basically using them on the phones for customer service. And then when it, they get to the more like, hey, I need a license for this, then it stops and goes back to somebody that has an insurance license. If you're listening to this and you haven't thought about a VA, uh, I think you should really look up CoverDesk. Can you uh, give them maybe a contact, maybe something they could go to, a website, maybe? Yeah, they can go to CoverDesk.com. You know, if you're, yeah, or they can email us, hello at CoverDesk.com. We respond very quickly. We're happy to have, you know, a detailed conversation and even like deep dive calls to talk about specific needs. But to go back to your question, we do work with MGAs and InsurTechs. We have a couple MGA clients. We can really work with just about anyone. I mean, if you have a book role and you're trying to book roll from one company to another, we can do that very well for not just an agency, but even a carrier. So if there's any carriers listening to your podcast, we can help with that stuff all day long because there's many companies that don't have the resources to always get that done. There you go. You know, as far as you know, what I see of you, not only on CoverDesk and Greenway, I see that you're out in social. I see you're out uh, at different trade shows and speaking engagements and whatnot. I know you get it when it comes to networking. And I've said in other podcasts, I feel like that's kind of my superpower for me personally. There's still a, a huge need for the networking, and there's still a lot of power behind that. And I would love for you to back me up on that and speak to that just a minute. My belief, you know, my experience really is just my experience. And, and I guess, you know, part of my success has probably come from the people that I know. And I've networked with different people for you know, over 10 years. And I, I'll tell you, it's about who you know. And if you don't know the right people, it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder. So like when I started CoverDesk, I was like, who's going to buy this? You know, I had people coming to me and those people that were coming to me were my friends, the people that I had met at a lot of these conferences. 
you know, in a lot of these different Facebook groups, um, that's who came to me. And, and even from being on different carrier councils, you know, for years, you know, I've been on several of these councils and those are the people that I networked with and before Facebook, before all these groups even existed, you know, so it's all about networking. And if you're an agency owner or producer or who, you know, whoever's listening to this, you definitely have to go out and educate yourself. You need to know what your competition is doing. And the greatest part about this industry is that no one is real competition because there's enough business for everyone and everyone wants to help each other. And that's, that's what makes it fun for me. Like I want to help people too. And I don't mind sharing, you know, I'm, I, I continuously do it day in and day out. And, you know, with networking, you know, you have to do that and expect nothing in return. And that, though, that will pay off major dividends in the future. So, you know, I think there's a lot of good conferences, a lot of good places to be. You know, I'd say if there were all these different Facebook groups and podcasts when I first started, that would have been great. But none of that existed. And I'm not that old. So, you got to network, you got to, you got to meet people, you got to share ideas, you got to listen, you know, so I, I, I think, you know, the networking is important. And, and if you can just get to one, one or two conferences a year, I, I urge everyone to do that, you know, because I would hear people say, well, I don't need to go do that. Well, those are the people that aren't growing their businesses. The people that are growing their businesses and their companies and their agencies are the ones learning and the ones listening, in my opinion. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's my soapbox that will probably stand on on my podcast forever, because I I do believe in the power of of networking. And yeah, you're right. It's uh, more of who you know than what you know half the time. And to me, listening to you, I've truly enjoyed our conversation. But listening to you the last little bit, you're, you're multifaceted, multi-talented. But my last question I would like to ask you is, what do you think? is the biggest key to your success, whether it's Greenway Insurance or CoverDesk or whatever it may be, or both. What would you say is your superpower or your key to your success? I think the key to my success is that I, I grew up as a child with two parents that were entrepreneurs and owned businesses. And I had seen them my entire life and always wanted to to be successful and work as hard as they did. And, I, and I'm not always the smartest guy in the room, but I'm the guy that, you know, is there first and leaves last every single day. And I have, I have worked harder than I ever have before in the last two years, you know, working 12, 15 hours a day to get a company started halfway across the world, new labor laws, new rules, you know, we, we could have failed 10 times. We almost did, you know, but it was because of my persistence and my just my work ethic, um, I think is what's made me successful. And then also aligning myself with the right advisors and just always having somebody to talk to. Should I have a question about finance or a question about marketing? I always had somebody that I could go to because I never consider myself an expert and, and all these different things. I thought I was a good marketer. Some people would like look at me crazy. You mail 50,000 direct mail pieces a month for homeowners? Well, yeah, you know, that's just what we know and we do it well and we, we know how to keep the cost down. Is, is it a thing that we want to do today? We do it, but not like we used to do it. It's changed. But, you know, to answer your question, for me, it's just hard work. And I think being at the right place at the right time and knowing the right people. And that's, you know, I think if you don't work hard, it's not going to ever come to you because, this business is not easy. 
you need to have thick skin to be in it and it will eat you alive. That's well, what that, I think. <laughs> yeah. If I say on that happy note, uh, no, I really have enjoyed. And I, but but to, to say that I, I love this business though, I mean, I, there, I isn't, do. I, there isn't any other place that I would rather be. I, I, if I leave, you know, I'll be leaving to go retire and either do nothing or stay in the business, you know, but I'm not, not leaving anytime soon, but I just think that um, it's a wonderful industry. And the people are truly amazing. And, and, and more than anything, I'll tell you this, I couldn't be more proud of the insurance carriers right now than I ever have been before because of what's going on. I've been on calls with carriers. I've seen who's ahead of the game. Um, and it's, 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 it's amazing to see what's going on and, and, and how people really do care. And that's, you couldn't have said it better, or I couldn't have said it better. I truly believe that, and that's why I created this podcast, and I say it in my intro, that I do love the people in this industry, and I want people listening to this podcast to be able to hear the conversations I have with my friends in this industry that uh, they can learn from, that we can all learn from, and I think that goes back to the networking. It goes back to sharing ideas collaborating with other people and I'm hoping that while they've listened to this conversation, they've been able to feel like that uh, they can pick up the phone and call cover desk or email you or whatever it may be and get some good advice and get some ideas from you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you've done and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You do the same. Thanks for having me on. Good luck with the podcast. Hey, thank you, my man. Take care. Hey guys, I really appreciate you hanging out with me today in insurance town. I hope my conversation with Andy Priestman brought value to you today. And I want to continue to do that each and every week. This right here is a dream for me. I've always wanted to have a podcast. I love having a microphone in my hand. I love talking about the business that I love so much. And I can't wait to introduce you to more and more of my friends in this business. But in order for me to be the most successful podcast host that I could be, I'm asking your help. My email address is heath at insurancetownpodcast.com. Shoot me an email if you've got some comments or if you've got critiques to make my show better. If there's a guest that you want to hear or there's content that you want to discuss, I would love to hear from you. Also, if you don't mind, if you liked what you heard today, please go to wherever you listen to this, subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and let's keep this thing rolling. This podcast was brought to you by Ready, Set, Podcast. They make producing podcasting so easy. They take care of the recording, the editing, the republishing. They can record on location or even remotely over the internet. If you've got a great idea for a podcast, I highly suggest that you look them up. Ready, set, podcast at XYZ. Or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram. Ready, set, podcast. Turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again for hanging out at Insurance Town. Hope to see you again next time.